digging in the crates for something, yeah. Hidden gems often misunderstood. Cause you know there's no such thing as too much. Welcome back to the show. This week, it's just me, actually. It's just me. I don't have a guest this week. Well, sort of, but um, nobody sat across from me. So I am going to start the show just by talking, which is something I've been wanting to do for a while, actually, because I thought I, I wanted to start this and I wanted to be consistent with it. And I wanted to um, not be dependent on other people to be here for me to be able to make this happen and of course that's especially in the beginning that was a, a little bit more nerve-wracking i wasn't sure how to make that happen and i think i kept putting it off because there's always someone here that i can talk to and the fear is always especially with something like this when it's new and i'm unsure of how it's going to go is will i be able to do it can i do it will it be good Will it be good enough? Um, but that's that's always the problem, right? We don't start things because we think, I don't know if it's going to be what I want it to be. I don't know if it's going to be good enough when I start. And that is crippling. It's crippling. Because you end up looking back wishing that you would have just done it. And um, which I've talked about that before, especially with this podcast, that I started it. Knowing that I I was going to allow myself to make mistakes and to be okay with that. That if this didn't go well, if I if I thought I sounded stupid, if I didn't like what I said, I would post it anyway. And that, I can honestly say, has been very, very therapeutic for me. Because the longer I do this, the less I care about what other people think about what I'm doing and how I'm doing it. I appreciate opinions. I appreciate feedback. I really do like hear what people have to say, whether it's good or bad. But at the end of the day, I'm going to do this the way I want to do it. The way I want to do it. And anyway, that was a long intro. The music stopped a long time ago. But I do have something today. I'm not just going to ramble. That just sort of happened. This is the first take. This is the first take, and I don't want to edit it. So um, I found a recording. I found a recording from two years ago, two and a half years ago that I want to play for you. It's about 15 minutes and it was my girlfriend at the time. I'm not going to use her name, but she did say I could use this recording. She interviewed me about another thing I was working on called Know Your Normal, which is sort of a more focused version of what I'm doing with this podcast and the things surrounding it. And it was about mental health. It was about um, understanding yourself better. It was about um, just providing comfort, I guess, and uh, an outlet for people who wanted to know themselves better, I guess, to, to understand what normal was for them and to understand that normal is different for everybody. That that was sort of the bigger idea with it. And we, we get into it in this recording. But she interviews me. 
She's actually, um, she's a licensed clinical social worker. So she asked a lot of great questions. She's in the, in the mental health field. And this was like, I don't remember why we we recorded the conversation. Maybe it was for something like this, but it was, um, it was a good one. And I'm glad we did it because, uh, I, I just listened to the whole thing and it's, it's interesting to see how far I've come since then, what I sounded like back then. Um, I can hear how uncomfortable I feel even talking about it and putting those ideas forward to just her, even though it was just me and her sitting there. Um, and again, like I've said before, that's why I love to have these recordings because I like to look back. I like to see where I was at, where my friends were at, what we were thinking, what our ideas were and celebrating the fact that we change, we, our ideas evolve and we, we get better and more confident and we just learn so much more. So I don't look back and I'm not sad or disappointed in who I was or what I was thinking. I'm, I'm excited about, um, what I'll learn moving forward and how much better I'll be. But anyway, the reason I wanted to play that recording is because it's, it has, it's so similar to what I'm doing now. And I think it was just a good conversation and it's an an important reminder for me to just start for one thing, because that was two and a half years ago. And I obviously didn't do enough to get that going. I know that I procrastinated and I, I put it off and I, I wished that it would be better and I wanted it to be a certain way and I wanted it to be a perfectionist, which is good sometimes, but not when it stops you from doing anything. And also the other idea brought up for me was just how important it is to listen because, and obviously all I'm doing right now is talking, but I think with this show, what's so important to me and in life is to to just listen to other people, listen to other people's stories, stop getting so caught up in your own ideas and judgments of other people that you, you don't take the time to ask people what's wrong with them. How are they feeling? What's their story? Why are, you know, why are they the way they are? You know, understanding that, that everyone's going through something. One of my favorite quotes, and I don't know where it's from, um, is that everyone you meet is a, everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. So be kind, something like that. That sort of sums it up. But I think that's so important because it's true. I think it's easy to look at other people and think about how good they have it and why their situation is better than your situation. And if you could only be them, if you could only have what they have, if you can only have their circumstances and not yours, that you'd be in a different place. But the reality is if somebody's not going through something difficult right now, they will be. And nobody has this perfect life. So, you know what? I did sort of just ramble, didn't I? It's actually been, it's been almost eight minutes and I, I'm, I think I'm proud of that in a way because I was like, I don't, I don't know that I'll be talking for very long before I play this recording. I don't know. And you know what? I was actually going to edit it. I was going to go back. I was going to record an intro, have the music cut off 
I was going to do a separate intro, have the music cut off and then come back in with this bit that I've been doing here. But you know what? Forget it. This is going to be it. It's this one take recording. I don't even know what I did or what I said. So the music, as you heard, because now it's posted and you're listening, the music just cut off underneath me and I just kept rambling. <sighs> but anyway, I'm just going to play the recording. If you got this far, it's Oh, probably not because of what I'm saying. You're just wondering what this recording is. Um, so I'll put it underneath, underneath. Underneath. Well, not underneath. I'll put it after I cut this off. I'm just sorry. I'm going to play the recording. And then uh, I'll come back. Maybe I'll give you some of my thoughts. I might listen to it right now too. Again. And uh, also I'm going to give some updates. This is a little bit of a weird episode, I'm sorry, but I'm going to give some updates about other things that are happening with the show. I do have new episodes that I'm recording this week that will then play next week and the week after. So, um, yeah, that's about it. Hopefully this was somewhat entertaining. This is new. This is a new type of intro, a new type of show for me, I guess. I don't I don't know. Anyway, that's, that's it. I will be back. So... Check out this recording. It's about 15 minutes, and uh, I'll talk to you some more. Okay. All right. See you soon. And go. We are on. Go for Know Your Normal. Know Your Normal. Recording. Okay. <laughs> Why do you want to start this? What is that going to give you for... I, that's where we're starting. <coughs> I get to pick where we're starting, and that's Why, where we're starting. Why do I want to start this? Yeah. Because I want um, there to be less of a stigma attached to mental health. When did you care. have? When did you start this idea? When did you have this idea? Specifically? Yeah. Like this specific one, or like where did? Because it just the, uh, the kind of evolved out the of something. Started like three years ago where I wanted to do t-shirts and it wasn't necessarily related to mental health it was t-shirts that sorry okay t-shirts that I would design or like I'd have an artist design and a story would go with it like it would a t-shirt design that would represent a story so somebody would write their story mm-hmm. but it didn't have to be about I think it was going to be about struggle some sort of struggle but it didn't necessarily have to be about mental illness yeah and then that turned into mental illness and that I'd have a different t-shirt for each mental illness from different artists and then somebody would write a story that went with that so you always kind of wanted to have featured people mm-hmm. with their own stories yes. you didn't always want it to be just your story no, because I don't. I don't really see my story as that important, or where I want to be. Like, hey, look at look at my thing. Because I think other people have it much worse. Like, I don't, I'm functioning. Other people aren't even functioning because they're, you know, struggling. So, what are you wanting people to get out of if they they open your YouTube video, for example? Hmm. What do you want people to get out of that? I think I want people to get out of these YouTube videos what I get out of other people's YouTube videos which, which is, is uh, some sort of comfort and hope like I don't, I don't think it should be where they're getting treatment from a YouTube video 
but maybe it can push them in that direction mm-hmm. and give them some hope because like I watched the Mark Freeman videos and I was I think at that point not feeling that great but he made me feel better because he was like really bad OCD mm-hmm. like worse I think worse off than I ever was and now he's basically symptom free mm-hmm. and he so he talks about how he got to that point and he gives other people advice you feel like he was re- relatable yeah because he, was he said was I'm relatable. not a therapist but this is what I did mm-hmm. so I look at things and I'm doing good so I think if you can give people like some realistic expectations mm-hmm. um, and especially if because I remember feeling like something was wrong and not feeling good but I didn't mm-hmm. know exactly what that meant I didn't know exactly what was wrong. Mm-hmm. I knew about OCD, but I didn't necessarily think that these bad things that were happening related to that at all. So I just want to encourage people to go to therapy, maybe just to, to find something out, out about themselves. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be a weird thing that you're only cra- you're crazy if you go to therapy. You're only crazy people go to therapy. Yeah. So because okay. I think it was good for me. What would you see some of the barriers being to this happening? Mm. To this taking off where you want it to be? Religion. <laughs> Religion? Yeah. Because people, I think, are told or they believe that they don't need any mental health care because they mm-hmm. have God. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. And sometimes just cultural beliefs. Sometimes, you know, I work with people that are from particular Asian communities and um, it's just cultural that if you have a severe mental illness especially that you're sort of just like disabled and you're not really encouraged to even pursue recovery so maybe that could be something that you're trying to target is people who have been told maybe their whole life there's really no hope for you don't even try yeah that's why I think it's important to have stories of people who have been in a really terrible place mm-hmm. and ended up in a really great place. Actually, I'd like to fly to Canada and get Mark Freeman's story. You think so? Yeah. Actually, I mean, I want to get in contact with him because he's got a YouTube audience, but it's not, like, massive. Like, I feel like I could probably write him and get a response. Mm-hmm. I'd love to go there and just, like, interview him. Because he's like also a super nice guy. Because he's Canadian, so <laughs> they have to be. They have to be. It's part of living there. Yeah, I think it's a requirement. Yeah. Uh, where was I going? I don't know. Oh yeah, I I would encourage anybody to go to therapy though, because I think even if you don't have any particular mental illness, like mm-hmm. you go to the doctor to get a checkup, you can have you can have an issue and not even know it because you don't go. Can I ask you a personal question? Uh, yeah. So, do you think that just from your own experience with therapy, starting therapy, were you ambivalent? Were you doubtful? Did you feel in denial at all? When I actually went? Or before it, or right when you started, just kind of that beginning stages of, you know, you know maybe something's wrong and you want it to be fixed, but you don't know what to do, and you're real maybe ambivalent about if things are going to work. When I went, I think I was, like, desperate for help or an answer. I wanted somebody to tell me that something was wrong because I felt like something was wrong. And I didn't it's know what else to do. validation. Yeah, I, don't know, like, I know that this does, I don't feel right and that I'm, 
feeling a little out of control, so I wanted somebody to tell me what was wrong and what I could do to get help. Because mm-hmm. I felt like I had tried pretty hard on my own, and I still wasn't, I was just feeling kind of lost for and different reasons. When you started going to therapy, what were some of the things that you were starting to experience? What did I feel like? Yeah, what, I was if, there? what emotions? I was excited after the first time because he, he gave me like some answers and where he thought we could go and what his plan was and I was just like pumped to get back in there. I was like ready to go. Mm-hmm. But I think there was a time where I didn't, I was like real against therapy. Or I didn't want to go. I think I just didn't want to. Why? I, wanted, I think I wanted to get there on my own. And it's, it's expensive. Yeah. So it was like hard to, that's, that's the tough part. Sometimes it's hard for people to admit that there is something wrong, especially when, you know, like our society is not super encouraging of mental health care and um, it's in our state, it's very like rub some dirt in it and get over it. So I think people are reluctant to pursue things and get better because it's not, you know, it's not culturally acceptable. Yeah, nobody wants a healthy person with a healthy brain. (laughs) Boring. Donald Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's not healthy. No, that's like... (laughs) See, if he had gone to therapy at a young age, who knows? If he had gone to therapy at a young age, I maybe would have voted for him. Yeah, he may be a a different person. Yeah. That's, that's, I think, a lot of people. You just think you're so caught up in your own worldview mm-hmm. that you forget there might be something different. So when did you come up with the name Know Your Normal? Were you bouncing a lot of ideas around, or were you just that kind of came to you one day? Um, I remember I wrote down a lot of names have that list somewhere somewhere i think of course he kept it well and there's there was one before when it was just t-shirts it was going to be the story tea i and it was it's like the story tea ideas worth wearing start mm. with ideas worth sharing and somebody else came with the idea of ideas worth wearing mm. because the story was going to go with it and that's cool that could still be used maybe somewhere but that was that's where it started and i think when it became more about mental health i knew that didn't really say anything, just the story T. So, yeah, I don't know, I had a whole list, but I think I just knew it was important that I wanted people to feel like they're normal. That's the other thing. I want people to not feel crazy even with symptoms wrong. You can have OCD or bipolar disorder, like major depression, but that doesn't mean you're not normal. It's just like a different kind of normal. You're <laughs> so I know you kind of fiddled with the spelling of your mm-hmm. you landed on why you are why do you think you landed on that because well and I was talking to Brandon about that too like I do want people to feel like they are normal but that's also doesn't really force them to take action if you're just like no no you're fine exactly the way you are well you, you might not be fine <laughs> there's something wrong so you 
you're normal, but you also need help. So I think just saying, so if you say, no, you are normal, then that's just... Mm-hmm. Almost like a cop-out. Yeah, it's like, no, no, you're fine the way you are. You're, you're beautiful just the way you are. <laughs> like, no, maybe you could be better. <laughs> yeah. So I thought just saying... And I think no, you're normal also sounds a little bit more insightful and a little bit more mindful, which I know is something that is... It's important to recovery. I think that's been important to you to share. Yeah. I think reframing the idea of what normal is. Yeah, or just... Yeah. And, and like, having a different set of expectations. Mm -hmm. Not expecting to be happy every day. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, depending on what you're dealing with, you have to... You can expect different things than Mm -hmm. these people over here. And that's just your reality. Very Buddhist. Yeah. Well, I was listening to Gary V. He's this guy, and uh, he'll get all these questions about like, you know, what, how much like I want to start a business, but I have all this going on. How do mm-hmm. I do that? And like, how do you balance this and this? He's like, we just do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I yeah, I, my reality is different. I have these things, and you have that. I can't. Like, you just do it. That sounds really simple, but it also is. Like you, so like people with kids and family. It's like how am I supposed to do when I have all these things going on? Like you just rework it for your reality. Yeah. You have kids and you work when you they go to bed or whatever that. But that's your reality. What are you gonna do? Get rid of your kids? Yeah. So you just whatever your reality is, whatever wherever you're living in, you you deal with that. I thought that was great for business because like it is so it is so simple. Like people have all these questions about how we're supposed to do it. Like you just do. Yeah. And you can't look at me and say I want to do it like you. Well, you're not me. You don't have my life. You don't have my responsibilities. You do it the way you have to do it. Yeah. No, you're normal. Yeah. What is like? <laughs> yeah. That's why I think I like it so much. It's like it's basically saying that's your reality. So whenever you've described this idea to people in the past, what do you, and they're like, oh, okay, well, so what is that? What would you, how do you answer that? <clears throat> it's really hard. Oh, clear your throat first. <laughs> <clears> throat> <laughs> <laughs> um, well, in the past, it was like I put more of an emphasis on the t-shirt part, which mm-hmm. I think is not going to be a big deal at first. Mm-hmm. I think it may be more secondary. It's not my forte. Mm. I think I described it as like a mental health awareness YouTube channel. Because that's, at least right now, that's what it's going to be. It's not really doing anything else. It's just building awareness for mental health. Who do you want it to help? Um, I think the focus is the people who are feel like they're maybe lost or yeah I'd say feel like I felt where you're not really sure what else to do I think sometimes you just want somebody to tell you that's going to be okay I think that's that's the focus but then also people who just don't know maybe someone who's fine and has a hard time understanding someone who's not which I think for a long time that was Ryan that was my brother like he didn't he understood depression or 
mental illness at all. You're just like, oh, why are, why are people like that? Why are people just happy? So it's about, or it's for people with mental illness, maybe their caregivers and also their loved ones. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that about covers everyone, I think. That's the world. <laughs> I think so. Everyone in the world. I think in the United States, it's like one in every three adults has a diagnosis mental illness yeah and that's like all of them I have a large audience (laughs) yeah yeah no pressure (laughs) okay any other final thoughts no I just think that uh, you're really great (laughs) and uh, go mental health (laughs) go mental health go know you're normal go do it do it just like be you do it girl so, yeah, it's it's definitely um, it's interesting to listen back to that. I definitely get a little sentimental. I'm, um, you know, nostalgia and the idea of it is important to me. And that's, I think, part of the reason I keep the things that I do. But also that conversation I would have remembered. I definitely would have remembered it. But just to hear it in its entirety and put myself back in that moment and then to see how far I've come. That's just, that kind of stuff's really important to me and maybe I'm crazy for it, but, um, yeah, it was just great. And she's great. You know, we're not together anymore and she does not live here, but she's, um, she's doing great, you know, and I was able to contact her to ask her about the recording. So I guess things are fine, but anyway, uh, I guess I do have a few updates. There's not really a great segue between that and this, right? I guess just let me know your thoughts. Um, maybe it was just more, f- maybe I'm, maybe I'm playing it more for me than I am for anybody else, but hopefully you guys found it interesting, something in there. Um, and sorry about the wind. I know that was, uh, it, yeah, I, I fixed it as much as I could, but it was a little bit windy in there. Um, but I do have some updates to the studio. I'm going to keep talking about it till it is done. Just so you know that I am working on it for anybody who cares about it. I'll be posting pictures soon. I do have, well, no, everything's pretty much done in here. I got to take pictures. Um, I'm working on a website that you'll be able to go to soon. Um, I also have a new thing that I'm doing for anyone who comes on the show and even for anybody who's not on the show. Um, it is this sort of, and I'll have to post a picture of this too, but it's sort of a shadow box and it says miscellaneous important ideas. And I've put one in there, put one in there. You, I have these yellow sheets of paper. You can write out any idea that you have. It can be about the world. It can be about your life. It can be just some thought that's been in your brain for a while that you want to get out and you can roll it up. You could sign your name or you can leave it anonymous and you can put it in my miscellaneous important idea shadow box. And at the end of the year, or at least the end of this first year, so it might only be a few months, uh, I want to take some of take some of them out of there and read them or all of them, depending on how many I get in there. So if you're listening to this and you want to, you want to add to that, you can let me know. Or if you come on the show, I'm probably going to make you write something down either way. I'm going to fill up this box, even if it's my ideas and it's only my ideas. So that's something I'm excited about. Ask me more about it if you want to know more about it, even though that pretty much sums it up. And 
I'm also just working on more content for social media and we will be uh, adding a video component soon. I'm still just working out the kinks and dealing with some computer issues, but I do have cameras set up in the studio. It's almost ready to go. It's just been a long process, uh, but I'm excited. So I don't know exactly when that's gonna start yet. I don't know when we're gonna start doing video, but I am close. I do have everything that I need for it. It's just been, uh, just been a process been a process and um there's been more to it than i thought there would be so that's the other part of it you know because i am i'm also working so it's not like i'm just sitting here all day doing nothing uh i'm trying i'm trying I'm trying i'm trying i'm trying and uh i'm just trying to enjoy the process too because this is fun honestly it still is fun and i want to keep it that way so that's it that's it. That's it for this week. It is a short episode. I'm sorry, but that is it. So if you like this episode, please let me know. If you hated this episode and never want me to do anything like this again, please let me know, even though I still might do it. And if you have any ideas for future episodes, please let me know. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next week. <laughs>